Hey there, Paraman fans. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me, Dan, what are you going to do for the season finale of uh, the podcast? And I just, I've been thinking and thinking, and I, I just can't figure out uh, a good way to end out the season other than going out the same way we came in. So with that being said, I'm going to uh, re-release episode one as the season finale and uh this isn't going to be a, a a complete stop to the podcast or anything like that i am going to plan to um throw a couple short uh, episodes out throughout the weeks uh until i come into a full season two uh start so without further ado let's go back to episode one from season one of Dan Dan the Paraman podcast. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Dan Dan the Paraman podcast, brought to you by all things strange, unusual, and unknown in the world. Take a walk with me, your host Dan, as we explore the world of the strange, unusual, unexplained, and the unknown. During our time together, we will look at facts, findings, experiences, and research of current and past encounters. It is my pleasure and passion of the supernatural and unknown that has sparked this podcast to life in a small city in central Michigan. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into today's episode. Episode 1, Why a Podcast? We will explore the reason for this podcast, and also a few of my personal experiences and encounters that truly made me a believer. Let's take a peek into the encounters and experiences that eventually helped to bring this podcast to life. Truck driver by night, podcast creator by day, dog dad of three pups, a black lab collie mix, Chihuahua Dash Home Mix and Jack Russell Mix. Married to a beautiful woman who supports me in all of my dreams and crazy thoughts. We live on a small 2.5 acre piece of property in a small town in central Michigan, which we are slowly turning into our own little homestead. With being a truck driver, I have plenty of time to listen to all of the podcasts that I love, but mostly my thoughts and dreams overpower everything. I couldn't think of a better way to get all of my stories, thoughts, and interests out there to others until one day about a year ago when I told my wife that I wanted to create a podcast. She, of course, supported me and told me to follow through with my dream. So finally, after a year of research about how to create a podcast, several YouTube videos and emails to other podcasters, and acquiring the basic equipment needed to create a podcast, I have reached my goal and have now created my own content for y'all to hear. Let's go back 23 years to 2000, when I had my first paranormal experience. While still grieving the death of my grandfather a couple years back, my mother and I moved into the house my grandfather built over 30 years prior. While living there, I could feel that something was odd. I couldn't quite explain how I felt or what it was that I felt, 
but as time went on, I quickly learned why the energy in that house felt odd. I had gotten home from school one day, and as I was sitting on my bed, waiting for Mario Kart to load on my Nintendo 64, I heard what sounded like the front door opening. A few seconds later, I heard what I thought was someone walking through the kitchen. As I muted my television, I managed to form a few words as I was very much startled at this point. I hollered out, Mom, is that you? To my surprise, no answer. My mom normally didn't get home from work until about 15 minutes after that incident. So after not getting a reply, I remained quiet. As the footsteps continued through the kitchen, and then coming down the hallway, but stopping at the laundry room, which was right next to my room. I continued to listen as the footsteps then continued into the laundry room, which at that point I quietly snuck out of my room and peeked into the laundry room only to witness the door going into the garage, open and then close, as if someone had walked out into the garage. Now, I'm scared. I hurried back into my room and slammed the door, Nothing happened after that for a while until one day, as I was getting off the school bus, walking to the front door, I happened to glance up to the main living room window, where I saw what appeared to be my grandfather, standing in front of the window just looking out. That was my first ever encounter with an apparition. After that, any noises I heard in the house, I just assumed it was him, and I would holler out, Hi Grandpa, I miss you. Fast forward a few years, now I'm 16 and finally able to drive. I had gotten off work early that day and decided to go meet a few friends for dinner and shenanigans at the local mall for a few hours. As I was driving home just after dusk, I glanced above the trees that lined the road and about halfway down the road, right about where our house was, I noticed a large, dark sphere object just floating above the trees. It was at least 50 feet in diameter, and I could see a row of illuminated windows around the whole object. I looked away and didn't think about it anymore until a short time after arriving home. I went inside the house to let my parents know that I was home and realized that I had forgotten to fill up the dog's water pail out back. So I put my shoes back on, turned on the back porch light, as I suffered from a fear of the dark when I was younger. Not just a fear of the dark, but a fear of what was lurking in the dark watching me. I walked back outside, around the side of the house, with the water pail in hand, and making a quick stop at the garage for a dog treat for Buddy. As I walked out of the garage, something standing in the middle of the backyard caught my attention, causing me to freeze and just stare at this figure who stood at least eight feet tall and wearing a dark cloak and had glowing green eyes. I then ran to the dog kennel, filled up the water pail and gave Buddy his cookie before darting back to the garage to shut off the light, lock and close the door. As I stepped out of the garage, shutting the door behind me, this figure had now made its way over to me and was standing directly in front of me. My eyes grew huge and I screamed at the top of my lungs. I turned and ran faster than ever around the house, up the front porch steps that I'm certain I never even touched, through the front door and slammed it shut. 
while locking the deadbolt. I ran to the living room to tell my parents about my encounter, only to find my stepdad was in the living room by himself. And as I'm trying to catch my breath and tell him what just happened, I heard my mom walking out of their bedroom. That's when I spun around to start telling her about the encounter as well. My mom just stood there, staring at me, and I'm certain she was considering admitting me to the nut house. So I said, come here, I'll show you. I walked into their bedroom, which is connected to the master bathroom, with a huge window overlooking the backyard. I told her to look out the window, and she then would see everything. The figure in the backyard, and the mysterious floating sphere in the night sky, none of which she was able to witness. My mom then walked over to me and gave me a hug and said that I had a very amazing and vivid imagination. As she released from the hug, I saw the glowing green eyes staring directly at me, eye level through the bathroom window. I was silent. I had opened my mouth to scream, but nothing came out. Actually, no noise was being made at that moment at all. My mom saw my face and pointing finger, and she instantly whipped around and witnessed the figure staring at the both of us, then just disappeared before our eyes. I looked at my mom. She looked back at me and said, I think it's best if we just forget about this. I'm thinking to myself, what? How in the world do we just forget about this? I still get chills thinking about that situation. Two years later, my best friend Nate and I started a small amateur ghost hunting team. No equipment besides a digital camera, two voice recorders, and two flashlights. We set out to a few places that were local to us that people had claimed to have witnessed paranormal activity. We caught a few pieces of evidence and witnessed a lot, personally, within the next year or two. Until I moved out west to Nebraska and he moved to Arkansas, we didn't do any paranormal investigating while we were out west. But we did stay in contact that four years that just felt like a lifetime. And now, thankfully, we live within hours of each other. And we have since restarted that paranormal team. Only now we have two divisions, Michigan Division and an Ohio Division. Volkenmeyer Paranormal. I will include the emails to both divisions in this episode's show notes. Later on in this season, we will sit down with Nate in an interview and discuss some of his personal experiences, chat about his beliefs, and see where he is today with his research of the paranormal. Since my first two encounters, I have witnessed dozens of strange and unusual things, from feeling a hand on my shoulder and a whisper in my ear as I was sitting at the computer one day, to seeing the outline of a person sitting on the edge of my bed, to flipping on the light only to find out that there is still an imprint in the mattress, as if someone was still sitting there. As I grew older and still visited my grandparents' old house, I had an experience of some sort every time I was there. I've even witnessed what I'd like to believe is a Bigfoot encounter while riding a four-wheeler through the woods at my uncle's house up north. I was just putting along, enjoying the fresh, crisp fall air on my face and watching the leaves fall from the canopy above. 
when I had heard what sounded like an entire log being snapped in half. I stopped the four-wheeler and shut it off while looking in the general direction that I had heard that snap come from. Frantically, I looked all around me, wondering what on earth could have made that extremely loud snapping noise. Out of the corner of my eye, I caught what only appeared to be a very large man in what kind of looked like a brownish-gray ghillie suit. I turned to get a better look, and whatever I caught a glimpse of had just vanished. Knowing that it was just my parents, my aunt and uncle, and myself on the property that day, it couldn't have been any of them. I've also heard a loud howling-like screeching sound throughout those woods a few times as well. Nothing like a dog howl, but like the howl of a large creature. A howl that I've never witnessed before, nor a noise that I can even explain that well. These are just a few encounters that I have had the chance to experience, and there's still so many more left to discuss at a later date. I hope you all have enjoyed learning a little bit about me and my encounters in this episode. Tune in next week for another episode where we will explore the fascinating mind of a well-known comedian, author, actor, and musician who has a huge interest in the paranormal and the unknown. I would like to thank everyone for listening to episode one, Why a Podcast. And if you are interested in hearing more from Dan Dan the Paraman podcast, please like and follow us for more fun facts, findings, and experiences of current and past strange, unusual, and unknown encounters. You can follow us on Instagram at Dan Dan the Paraman podcast, or check out our website, Dan Dan the Paraman podcast buzzsprout.com or even email us at dandantheparamanpodcast at gmail.com which I will also put that information in this episode's show notes as well.